Welcome to episode 18 of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. Welcome, guys. This is actually take two. Uh, we we originally recorded this, recorded this, and we were recording it on the couch and going through my Europe pictures, but I listened to it back, and it just... It was not good. Yeah, it just didn't come across. I didn't even listen to it, and I knew that it wasn't that good in yeah. my heart. I was just like, after I left that night, I was like, ugh, <laughs> that was kind of lame. Yeah. So I think we have to stick with our, we need to, either we're doing an interview on location, or when we are recording just us, or with a guest in the house, we need to be sitting upright on our <laughs> on our mics, and not just like chilling out and doing it properly relaxed. and not late at night when we're getting tired and but we will talk about the following things here's the lineup so we're going to talk about stephanie's experience going to visit fruitable she went because um without me because i was in europe at the time and then i went to cafe 155 which is here in the lake buena vista area uh, it is a Brazilian cafe, and then we're going to talk Epcot's food and wine, and then we'll finish off with talking a little bit about my uh, trip to Europe. So let's get started. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context, and visit visit, visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com, and listen and, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and please leave us a review over on iTunes five stars every time (laughs) we really appreciate it all right let's get started so steph tell me about your experience at fruit while you were gallivanting around europe without me um fruit of bowls uh just opened up a location in winter park and they invited us out for like a little test run event that they had and it was really nice um i went and they had uh the manager there kate she you know, welcomes me and they they allowed us to pick a bowl or, you know, basically anything on the menu that we wanted to go ahead and try. And so this place, they have like smoothies. They have a big list of smoothies and they have like acai bowls, uh, vegan friendly, protein stuff, gluten free, dairy free. And they ha- also had these little um, protein balls that that I also tried. I was mm-hmm. reluctant to try them just because stuff like that to me never tastes good. Right. But somebody basically forced one down my throat. So, <laughs> but it, it was really good. It tasted like a peanut butter ball. Like you know yeah. when you make those like those no bake cookies. I've had yeah, I've had the no bake cookies, and I think that's I've what had, it tasted like to me. I think I've had something similar before. So it was kind of chunky. Like I feel like there was granola or peanuts probably, and right. some kind of nuts or granola, mm-hmm. and then. But it tasted so sweet. It tasted really sweet to be healthy. Healthy, but it was good. Was there like grains in it? Do you yeah. think? Would Probably it help grains. you with your digestive? Maybe. Okay. I don't. It was something chunky in there. Oh. But chunky. it was it was good. I I would actually I I would like to have some more. And I was looking online to see if I could find like the ingredients. Maybe it would be something I could make at home. I'm sure. With my own protein powders and stuff. Just to have like, it would be a good snack to have like, you know, in your purse or when you're going out for a walk or something like that. In the parks. Always looking for good park snacks to have. Um, 
And so you had a smoothie, right? When I was there, I got a pink flamingo smoothie, and it was like dragon fruit, um, banana, no, not banana, orange. I forget what was in it, but the dra- I got it because it was the only one that had a fruit that I'd never tasted. Gotcha. Which is the dragon fruit. I never had that before. But I didn't really taste it. Like when I tasted it, it just tasted like a normal smooth. It was good. Right. But I didn't taste anything like, oh, that tastes weird or different. Sure. Um, I also met some other folks there, some other bloggers and stuff. So we talked. Cool. I made some friends since I was all by myself. Good. But it was nice. We had a good time. And this, uh, I'm not sure. Where is this? Does it give an address? where it is so in winter park it's in like a shopping center that we go to sometimes like when we're shopping and stuff on days off and it's right between a bento and a blaze pizza which are two other places that we just love to frequent it is at uh 501 orlando avenue in winter park florida and yeah it's a it's a newer shopping center where there's a ross and i think a marshall's uh a wawa is out front so yeah i think it's and there's a blaze pizza in that yes. uh, area as well it's uh the fruitables is between the blaze and the bento okay so this would be a great place to go have dinner and then have like a little healthy snack in the evening yeah we've been we had been talking to the a manager there what was her name kate 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 uh through um direct message on instagram kind of waiting for them to open so i'm glad you had the opportunity to go and hopefully i'll have the opportunity to go as well soon if you want to follow them on instagram it's fruit of bowls underscore winter park or just take a look and and see what they have to offer but i kind of like this concept um i'm interested to go and kind of check out their prices i know one of the things that i enjoyed while living in brazil was the acai bowls but we've that's kind of a new fad here it's in the a US, new fad i would say yeah it's a kind of a new fad here i've been to two different places uh, in Orlando specifically for acai and that was a, like in the food court area of the Florida mall and that was like 12 bucks for that's a lot it was too much I mean that's too much for for something that's like 12 the amount of to fruit 16 you could ounces. purchase at the store for 12 dollars you could make like 10 bowls. and then remember we went to another place that's uh, just right here on International Drive that's yeah. rather new as well and I thought they were what around 10 bucks or something yeah. and i just think that's too much yeah. for for the amount that you're getting it's too much uh though i so i will tr- transition into um the uh, 155 cafe which is a brazilian cafe that i happened to stop by one morning uh, several weekends ago uh we've been following them on instagram i found them on ig because they always post pictures of these delicious looking desserts i just can't wait to go here and try some of them and they have acai on their menu um i haven't tried it there but i think it's more like in the realm of eight dollars which is getting a little bit more reasonable because i understand that it's a specialty product yeah and so you're gonna it's not going to be as um as a you know i would hate to say affordable as affordable as other things but uh, i would definitely like to try their acai but when i was there at uh, 155 cafe which the name is basically the um u.s country code is one when you're calling abroad uh and then uh the country code for brazil is uh five five so it's kind of a cute name uh just uh joining the the two together 
uh, for the name of the cafe. And it's kind of cute. I, I was just, um, when I told you about this place, I was just a little curious to see what you thought of their food. Cause you know, you're always trying to, you're always comparing things like right. we had some Brazilian food at the food and wine festival and you had some comments about that. Right. Well, just to see how authentic this food is. Cause it is run by, Brazilians. Brazilians, yeah, there. I, I met the gentleman. I forget his name, but uh, he was there. It's I think a husband and a wife own it, and he was the one only one that happened to be there that day. And um, I ordered pao de queijo, which is the cheese bread, and I ordered coxinha, which is like it's kind of like a savory pastry thing that has generally the most co- popular thing is like chicken in the middle, and then uh it's kind of like a potato it's like a potato dough on the outside and then i ordered a slice of their uh carrot cake uh the powder cage was fine but i would have to say i'm picky about my coxinha because there are some coxinha that's just not good their coxinha was awesome i i gave it my stamp of approval and their carrot cake was good their carrot cake is <clears throat> not like your traditional carrot cake in the u.s um i think it's a little like there's less well there's no really like chunks of carrot in it yeah so but very good go check them out their their instagram is 155 cafe and they're open monday through friday 8 a.m to 6 p.m and then saturday 11 to 7 uh, p.m this is close on on sundays yeah it's on palm parkway it's just kind of near disney springs yeah it's pretty close to Disney Springs. It's kind of a hidden little it area. Is, it is hidden. Uh, so they don't have uh, s- like the signage, uh, the big signage on the building yet. So you have to be kind of carefully looking for it. You you might pass it by. So I did. I had to do a, like two loops before I found it. So you, that, did, the, you did the Brazilian call? <laughs> the hoodie hoodie hoo. <laughs> is that the Brazilian call? Pochachi. 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 Uh, <laughs> you just called out Pochachi. <laughs> and whoever opened the door, they were like, oh, hey. Yeah. That's I a th- secret knock. And also, I think that they deliver uh, or they use some kind of food delivery service service like Uber Eats because there was a guy picking up for Uber Eats in there. So look oh, on cool. your Uber Eats app as well and see if. Or maybe DoorDash or something. If you need it. Yeah, it was one of one of those. But anyway, I recommend it. Go support a local business. And uh, same with Fruitable. Fruitable is a chain, I believe. Yeah, there's... It's a franchise. There's another one at Hunter's Creek. Yeah. But I think those are the only two I know of in Orlando. So, Stephanie, you've been now to food and wine four times because four times you got your pass holder my uh, cutting, cutting board, board. Ah! congratulations thank you it was an honor so you, you know you i have to thank all the little people out there for making it possible for me to be a fatty and go to food and wine i don't want to say i'd be a fatty because i don't really don't even eat, eat. <laughs> i don't even eat when i go to food and wine i like going for the concerts that's my favorite part right well, so you're the pro this year so far because really I've only been once um, so far this year. There's still time, though, because now food and wine basically is half the year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have, um, what, until November something? Mid-November, yeah. I think. Mid-November. So I need to go three What's more times. The date might be on that Oh, thing. yeah. I have the little brochure here. It's until November 12th. So November 12th, you have to get over to Food and Wine. You know, 
it really is crazy food and wine and i think honestly i've been going for years and this is the craziest i've ever seen it ever so me my mom came a few weeks ago and we went and her and i literally waited like 25 minutes for a freaking margarita yeah that's crazy now was that in mexico yes well you know i've been outside of food and wine and uh sorry i got a little loud there and that um the tequila place in that's Mexico, w- that's where we waited in the long line. That yeah, that line gets really long I've now. I've never ever ever seen it's it. It's crazy. They had a queue line set up. They had taped the floor. Uh huh. And they had it was all the way up that ramp and all the way to the back to the entrance. Yeah, of I've that, seen it of like that. Poo. I've seen it like that. Poo, like that too. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, outside. even we waited to go on the boat ride. <laughs> Anyway, well, but then we walked right on soaring, like no waiting. So yeah, <laughs> everyone's well, too busy being an alcoholic. Yeah, everyone's too busy up uh, or uh, there at the World Showcase. So what what concerts have you seen so far? I saw what's is is the concert list in there? I saw the first one. I Brian took me to the first one. I don't remember who it was, but I liked the them. very were, first one. Yes, like uh, Jim Belushi and. No, wait, that's not the first one. Blue October? Blue October. Okay. And then 90, I took Brian to 98 Degrees. This Brian here. My Brian. Well, both of them are my Brian's, but. Brian with an I. I'm with Brian an with an I. And then <laughs> Brian with a Y was on last uh, episode. And so Stephanie and him. Uh, we went to Blue October. We went to Blue October. That, they were good. I liked them. They were like an alternative band. And they had some good songs that made me want to go look up more of their music. And then Stephanie and I saw 98 Degree. Well, kind of saw. We saw from far away. We had to, We couldn't even have got a seat if we wanted to. No, well, only Once we got there, the line was so far back. The, the line was like all the way past to Italy. Yep. And even if we wanted to wait in that line, we probably wouldn't even have got a seat for the third show. I saw a glimpse of them. So from, we stood in the back, the back and I just wanted to see Nick Lachey. Did you see him? I just him? wanted to live, relive my teen years. Did you see him? I did see him. I saw him too. I mean, I saw him through some other people, but it was cool. I really liked it. Um, I missed I missed that like boy band. You know who's going to be here that would be fun to see is, well, what's today's date? He's going to be here this week is Kenny G. Yes, I'm going to see Kenny You're G. You're going to see Kenny yes, G? Yes, I am. Okay. Whether it's by myself or with anyone well, that wants to I'll come with me. maybe I'll join you. I saw him last year Does for the he first get a big time. crowd? No. I sat front row well, last year. How does year. Kenny G not get a big crowd? Because people don't appreciate good music, that's what why. What the heck? I, my mom had a Kenny G album <laughs> growing up, so like we would listen to Kenny G sometimes. My parents did too. We would listen to Kenny G Christmas. All right, so who else is coming? Uh, of course, Hanson. Ha- okay, yeah. I'm I'll be there, there all three days for Hanson. Give them the dates for Hanson. I hate that they put that the song they're known for is Mbop. I know. Like that's so the only I thing. know, because that's all people know. Uh, uh, Stephanie is obviously the big Hanson fan, but I appreciate Hanson because of Stephanie. My favorite Hanson song is Georgia, which they never play <laughs> they at any concert play. I've ever been to. And that's my favorite. If you haven't heard Georgia by Hanson, you need to go look it up because it's a good song. Okay. But they'll be here for three days. And then, of course, Boys to Men is November 5th and 7th. They're and a big crowd. Um, big Bad uh, Voodoo Daddy is going to be there. Which I'm not a fan, but uh, November 10th through 11th and then that's or 12th. And that finishes them out. But this year, uh, I was noticing they had some new acts, which was 98 Degrees. And then the other one I know is uh, Mercy Me, which is a, uh, is a, that Christian, a Christian band. Yeah, it's a Christian band. So... And they had a bunch of other new ones too. I don't know the other ones though. 
But I'm really excited for Hanson and Kenny G and Boyz II Men. But they have a decent lineup, I think. I think so, too. That's why one of the things I love doing food and wine the most. That's really the only thing because I'm not really like I'm not into the eating and the drinking. So I ate the other night when we were at 98 degrees and I have I think really. You had a few things. I had a few things. The thing that I loved that I, I loved or that I liked the most. I did love it because I thought it was really good is over in um, uh, American Adventure uh, at Hops and Barley. They have a new Brunswick slider. And that slider was really good. I'm going to try to turn to the page here to tell you exactly it was beef. what is on it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Also back there in America, you can purchase the Umhops Hansen beer. Yeah. Pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> so the New Brunswick slider is slow braised beef brisket, uh, pot roast style is what they say, with horse horse radish cream i cannot speak crispy fried onions on a potato roll which that potato roll was so good i know i looked at it before you bit it and i was like that bread you should just good. go up there and ask him can i get a potato can I get roll? A roll my roll just fell on the floor <laughs> and then pickled vegetables on the side uh th- it was really good you said you wanted a full-size sandwich i would have a full-size sandwich of that and if we do if i do go with you again this week i will probably get that again because it was really good. That's my top. I had never had that before. That's my top pick for this year. Um, you also had that nice wine flight in the cheese tray. The wine flight in the cheese tray was good. After being in Europe for two weeks, the cheese there is much better. But oh, excuse us. <laughs> excuse us with our non-fancy cheese. But uh, the cheese was good and the wine flight was good. So definitely check out Food and Wine. Uh, definitely it's going to be busier on the weekends. And definitely get that cutting board if you're on your fourth visit. For your annual pass holders only. Yeah. And remember that with the, with that, if you, they automatically track your entrances. So you yes. don't have to go to the festival center to, uh, every time you go in. You go on your first visit to get the magnet. Right. And your fourth visit to get the cutting board. Correct. And everybody wants it. <laughs> so make sure you get yours. <laughs> a hot commodity so you can sell it on ebay mostly you could probably just use it to cut a lemon because it's yeah i mean really about four inches by you four could use inches. it for cheese you could use it for a oh, cheese yeah, it would be display a good cheese display yeah it'd be a nice cheese yeah. cutting board for your freaking fancy cheeses from europe yeah the cheese in europe was awesome speaking of europe That's so all, for the next 20 minutes we'll be talking about cheese <laughs> <laughs> cheese 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 I and mean, meat you don't really like the cheese is so good there in europe i know you don't like cheese so it doesn't matter but do you think to if you, it was fancy cheese i would like it i love cheese i just don't yeah you like american cheese yeah that's not real cheese oh well anyway yeah so i was in europe for two weeks that's why we kind of took a three-week hiatus. hiatus, and it was it was awesome. So I was in Portugal for one week, which Portugal reminded me a lot of San Francisco. You saw some of the pictures. Oh my gosh, they were beautiful. The the bridge there. You said the bridge was designed by the same person who did the Golden Gate. Correct. So they have a bridge that looks pretty much. It's like basically the Golden Gate is there, and they have like hills and like. Um, Cable car tracks in the road. 
Yes. So there's like cable cars, yellow cable cars that go up the hills and you can hear them clanging. And clang, clang, clang. Um, they all, do they also have the overhead cable? Yes. Or is it just the tracks no, on no, the floor? No, no, no. They have the overhead cable. So you can see, you can see the overhead cable. And I, I didn't ride on, on any of them, but you know, it makes you feel that much more like comparing it to San Francisco, having, you know, grown up going to San Francisco and, uh, yeah, you definitely kind of get that feel because it's hills. Lisbon, Lisbon is hilly, and um, you have the Golden Gate, and it's right on the water. It's just, it's really beautiful. I highly recommend going. You said to it was Lisbon. really affordable too, right? I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really affordable, and the Uber rides were really cheap as well. I didn't Uber all the time. There were some times where I w- was walking, and I felt safe because there was at least one night where maybe two or three actually that I walked home from wherever I was in the city and I just walked home back to my Airbnb. I, I think if it's a walkable city, I would prefer to walk just cause yeah. you know, you can explore along the way and you check out like it's very walkable, all the little shops and the scenery. Yeah, It's very walkable. And, um, if you need an Uber, the Ubers are very accessible and they're cheap and the food was affordable. Everything was affordable. And you were spritzing your way around Yes, Lisbon? I was doing, uh, I had some Aperol spritzes. That's an Italy thing, but I did some spritzing. Some spritzing. But uh, no, I highly recommend. I also want to, now I've seen more stuff and been more aware of Portugal. I've seen some images from Porto, which is another city in Portugal. And I definitely want to go to Porto. I want to spend more time in Sintra. How so I'm definitely going back. How far are those places apart I think from each other? Porto is like maybe an hour flight or something. I don't know. Oh, it's that big. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that large. Maybe it's a little less of a flight. But Portugal is not a huge country. It's, um, it's right next to Spain. So, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed. And then there was one of the places that I went like multiple times was the timeout market, which I showed you pictures of. And it's, yeah, it was very similar to the, um, we talked about food halls a few episodes ago where it's basically cafeteria, cafeteria style. Right. And there would be like a bunch of, you know, like little spots for local restaurants to come in and, uh, you know, you can. That's why you can go a bunch of times because you can experience something different each time. And they had like they had hamburgers, they had pizza, they had sushi, they had uh, like meats and cheeses. They had you know more traditional Portuguese. I mean, it's it was awesome and you know it was something different all the time. So highly recommend going to Time Out. And hopefully we see more of these food halls coming up. You know, we did a kind of mention food halls in the episode. Hopefully our food hall here that's going to come to Kissimmee and one of the developments is going to be just as good and just as big. The thing with Time Out, I would say, is it was really hard to find a seat. Really? Especially during lunch. It was so hard to find a seat. Once it hits, and even this was in like the weekdays. Like I, it wasn't the weekend because I was doing most of this during weekdays. And I would say... Did you see a lot of business people there that were lunching? Mm, it's much more tourist really, yeah. than that. But there are. You see a few here and there. But uh, for the most part, it's it's tourist. And I would say by 3.30 or 4 is when you can begin to find a seat easily again. I mean, if you want a seat, you're going to have to fight for it. And hover. You're going to have to hover. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you could spend... You could spend a lot of time there if you're just there with friends hanging out. So sometimes it's difficult to grab a seat because 
people are just chilling. Yeah. So, and I went to a few rooftop bars. Check out the rooftop bars. I think rooftop bars are like a thing, a trend, and so generally, pretty. but not here in Orlando because it's, it's too, too hot. hot. <laughs> but definitely check out Park Bar uh, while you're in Lisbon. It gives you some great views. It's at the top of a parking garage and it's kind of hidden. But go ahead and Google it, and you'll you'll find it. Hidden but gem. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So that was Lisbon, of course. There's much more than just that. But who got married? Your friend, my friend Catherine and hey Catherine. Uh, Julian. They got married. They got married um, in Sintra. So I took the train from Lisbon to Sintra, and it was really easy. It was so easy to take the train, and uh, it was cheap too. It was only like a few euros. Got me on the train uh, over to Sintra. How was the train ride? Was it scenic? Uh, not really, and I was standing the whole time, so because it was full, um, like thirty minutes. Ugh. Yeah, but it was full. The train was full. I would say like there were seats and stuff, but it felt less like a train, more like a metro, Mm. uh, metro cars. But it was fine because it was quick. But you do you do go up. You know, Sintra is in the hills and has you know I don't know if I would call it mountains, but hills, and uh. It was beautiful. I would definitely spend more time there because I really just went there to um, meet up with friends to take uh, a, a ride together to the wedding venue. So, but definitely, uh, I recommend Portugal. I was pleasantly surprised by it, and I say if you have the opportunity, go. And you said the flight was cheap too, right? Yeah, so. the flight was uh, pretty inexpensive. Uh, I went down to Miami and got a flight from Miami directly to Lisbon, and it was like two hundred and fifty dollars one way. So, not bad. Can't beat that. Not bad. And then from Lisbon, I spent a week in Lisbon, and then I flew from Lisbon to Paris, and Paris was was awesome. And I, th- that's definitely a place that I've always wanted to go or had it's interest been to high go. on my list. I can't wait to go. Yeah, it's, it looks so beautiful. It's beautiful. The photos, the Eiffel Tower. It looks so romantic. It's crazy to actually be there and to like see it all in front of you, and because you spend your whole life seeing it on TV, right. seeing it in the movies, seeing it in pictures online, and like I would say, all of that it meets the expectations of all of that. I would say because like, you know, the Parisian buildings, yeah, those Parisian buildings, you know, that you see in the pictures, like they're just everywhere and they're beautiful and they're everywhere. The and, the detail, the intricacy on these buildings. Yeah. Every one of them, like, yeah, probably they weren't all even important buildings. They were just, yeah, they're just buildings. buildings. Yeah. And so it's just beautiful. The Eiffel tower, is beautiful more beautiful in person because you know like you see pictures of eiffel tower and and i never went crazy over it but when you see it in person it's like oh wow it's the eiffel tower and then at nighttime there was a few nights i love how it sparkles yeah where it sparkles it doesn't sparkle all the time uh but uh there are times when it sparkles and then one night they had it lit up in a in a color i wonder if they do special things for christmas I, i bet you they do I definitely think that they do. And then they have this like like a lighthouse, like a spotlight that goes around wow. in circles and you can see that shining across the city. It's beautiful. It's really, it's beautiful. And then my my room um, had a view of the Eiffel Tower, which was nice. Mm. So I didn't stay at a fancy place. I stayed at an Ibis 
I think that's how you pronounce it, which it's a it's a chain of uh, I would say affordable slash budget hotels, but they're generally nice and clean. And uh, this one had a view. I had a view of the Eiffel Tower. That sounds was, that sounds was very awesome. beautiful. Yeah, I mean it was. That great. sounds very upscale to have a view of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That doesn't upscale. sound like a budget. It was budget. It was budget, but. Uh, you know, just like if you go to Disneyland, you could have from one of the budget hotels, you could have a view of the Matterhorn, you know. True. But uh, anyway, it was it was a great experience. And the people, you know, you hear the French are like mean and stuck up. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of things like that. Like, but like that was like so far from the case. And that's kind of what even before, like there were some people in uh, that I met in Portugal, like friends of Catherine and Julian, who were like, "Oh, the Parisians are so," <laughs> nah, 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 and it's uh, that's like maybe ho- they're you just horrible. had a, a good experience. But that was not my experience at all. They were very friendly. Everyone pretty much speaks English. I mean, you you just have to be polite and say bonjour, and then kind of they figure that you bonjour. Are, they figure that you already know, or that you already don't know French just by the way you say, say bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> but they think, oh, how cute. He's even trying at least. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it, it, they were very friendly ex- until I got to Disneyland. Paris, and then they were not friendly, which is really sad. Well, yeah, the cast members at Disneyland Paris. I spent one day in Disneyland Paris because obviously I'm, you know, Disney fan, so I want to go see and check out all of the Disney parks. I'm so happy you FaceTimed me when you were entering the park. Yeah, and I got to see, like I, you know, I got to be there. Like I felt like I was there. But yeah, the the cast members there just weren't that friendly, and it was that was, I kind of didn't expect them to be as friendly as they are here but i've heard from like i've had you know uh my fellow co-workers when i worked at disney sometimes mm-hmm. one somebody would go visit another park you know one of the other parks not just california but overseas and they uh, that's something that i've heard from all of them is that you know they're ne- not nearly as friendly yeah as we have to be but i think i just was comparing my experience in paris which was so positive yeah um and then i i get to disneyland uh, but also just being in the disney atmosphere where you here at walt disney world you're used to over the top right. um customer service you know roll sure. out the red carpet sure smiley 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 right and I would have to say that uh, the food at Disneyland Paris was just not that great. It just wasn't that good. I was really disappointed to hear that they didn't have any like specialty snacks. Not really. I mean, they have. I think they had some waffles and crepes in some of the stands. But I kind of searched that out and saw, like, was thinking like maybe I'll try to get some snacks yeah. that are more specialty there that we don't have uh, here in the U.S. and that really wasn't the case because you hear about Tokyo and Tokyo supposedly has like every snack cart has something yeah. different and it's they're awesome. They have really cute merchandise there too. Um, but yeah, that's where I think Disneyland Paris lacks is the food department. But as far as the park, uh, 
yeah i i the park was awesome had a lot of cute details that yeah all the other parks i've been to are missing yeah the castle is one of a kind definitely uh it's it's a beautiful castle with the dragon underneath and the dragon layer underneath the castle it's awesome Uh, yeah it's very cool and their adventureland has some great details it's more you can get lost in adventureland it's not like this straight path yeah it's kind of windy paths and they have a skull rock and a pirate ship and uh just it makes it feel their pirates of caribbean is better than walt disney world's that's for sure walt disney world must have the worst pirates of the caribbean (laughs) in the world because i love disneyland it's the original yeah it's great really it's one of my favorite rides and um the one in paris is kind of like a, a mix of so out of Paris and California, which one did you like better? Um, uh, probably probably Disneyland still in in California, but they have some of the similar scenes yeah. um, in Paris that they do in California, just in a different order a little yeah. bit, and it's longer than the one here. The one here is so short, uh, and it, it just feels longer. It's just. It's just better, in my opinion, overall. And they do have a Captain Jack's uh, restaurant, which overlooks uh, the ride. So similar to uh, Blue Blue Bayou in California, they have a restaurant, which I really like that. But I didn't I didn't eat there. But uh, is it it's a sit down? It's a sit down. Yeah, I didn't eat there, but uh, it's nice that they have it. And then their Tomorrowland, which is actually, I think, Discoveryland is is pretty cool their space mountain um is is awesome it goes upside down it like shoots you off you know you don't have to climb the hill it like Mm -hmm. shoots you up the hill so it's like a blast off and it starts outside and then goes inside really cool i really liked the little halloween parade that you oh yeah yeah like like four flights or Um, four floats floats yeah it was cute. It was really cute. They had a lot of characters that we don't Tons have here at Walt Disney World. And that's another thing I noticed walking around the park in the morning that the characters were out and about similar to Disneyland, but there was a lot of characters just out and about. And that's what I kind of remember from Disneyland growing up there is that characters were more out and about and just kind of like mingling and yeah. not so formalized because it's not like Walt Disney World here where people just go crazy mad over characters and they bum rush the I think the climate is a lot different here with our guests as being at Disneyland and Disney World. It's just like so more relaxed in California because I think there's a lot more annual pass holders there. It's not so much a destination vacation. Here people like come from all around the world to and it might be their one and only time in their whole life to come. So people get a little crazy here. And they have a Walt Disney Studios, which is similar to Disney's Hollywood Studios here. It's called Walt Disney Studios. It's pretty cool. Um, The thing that I like there is that instead of picking one Pixar movie, they have there's several that are represented. Nemo is represented. uh, Toy Story is represented. And Ratatouille is is represented. Uh, There could be. You said Cars too. Cars. Yeah, so Nemo, Cars, Toy Story, and Ratatouille. So that's four, which is kind of cool. And this is what I think, instead of Toys Land, because I'm not a fan of Toys Land at the studios, instead of Toys Land, I think it should have been a Pixar land. Yeah. It just... Because I really like Cars Land. I really, really like that. 
And they had they kind of I would have loved to see some aspects of that. They had some facade of the car's land there. Uh and then it kind of led into Toy Story, which the Toy Story area looked very similar to Toy Story Land. And then, you know, they had the Ratatouille section. It just I think it kind of gives more interest. Yeah. And so if you're a fan of uh, you know, if you're if you're a fan of one of those, your your favorite film might be represented um just and then i think i love the monsters ride yeah from california adventure and I, you know you could have that there as well like i just i just wish they would have done that for toy story land but i i appreciated that they did something like that for uh walt disney studios and the ratatouille ride is freaking awesome i can't wait till it comes here it's coming here uh to epcot i believe and it's an awesome attraction it is gonna definitely be worth the wait in my opinion i think it's you said the ride track was kind of similar to spider-man at universal studios yeah so if you've ridden like like the green gods or spider-man over at universal or even um transformers at universal this and this is what i've been saying for a while now this is the ride technology that disney needs to start adapting and using because it takes up less of a footprint because you are relying more on screens uh, and visuals than you are a track. That a track might take up more room, yeah. you know. And you can put this in a big box building. That's probably much cheaper to maintain probably, as well. Yeah, cheaper to maintain because it's all uh, video screens and projection. Uh, this is how Ratatouille is, but it really makes you feel like you're a mouse and you're crawling around uh, the kitchen with Remy. And it's really cute and uh, definitely I think Disney needs to adapt more of this ride technology. You know, Little Mermaid to me was not that great of an attraction. It's not. It's 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 stupid. It's a short track and it's what we've seen through dark rides throughout uh, the history of Disney, which is fine. But let's change things up and and let's make it more innovative and i really think that ratatouille is is great and universal i think has it right in terms of this ride technology and i think disney needs to use it more and i don't know why they haven't maybe they will you know give them time well you know i really see how ratatouille plays out you know i don't care for the new new fantasy land edition <laughs> i think it's a ripoff you yeah know? i i mean i think when uh, initially when we started and we were looking at the renderings and everything you're like oh my gosh yeah it's gonna be awesome but then when it opened it was kind of like and if you look at it if you look at the original renderings there was a lot more than we actually got i'm sure budget cuts and you know whatever recession and all that there's room for improvement Um, maybe they'll be able to squeeze some you're being so positive But no, I just I, love Disney so, so much. So overall, I really uh, I liked Disneyland Paris, and I definitely want to go back. I want to go back with some. I was you know doing it solo. You're gonna go back with me. Yeah, we can go back. I definitely uh, recommend going. Uh, I would say it's the price. I was blown oh, yeah, away the by the price. Yeah, for seventy you, U.S. dollars for both parks. Yeah, it was 70-something. It was some kind of promo. That's a steal. Straight through Disney. It was a, a promo. Yeah, it was like s- almost 80, but between 70 and 80 for both parks for one day. Um, I do recommend, it's. I would say, a two-day resort, I would say. 
maybe three. Is there a reason you didn't stay two days there? No. Well, yeah, just because time. And I wanted to spend most of my time in Paris. Okay. So, uh, and it's it's just a train ride from Paris. It's like a suburb. It's like a suburb, suburb of Paris. It's it's kind of like a, well, I don't know, 30 to 40 minute train ride from the center of Paris. So it was easy to, pretty easy to get there. And, um, and then from, I say two nights there, um, pro tip, the Disney hotels rip are freaking expensive. They're, they're more like, they're all, even though they look deluxe, they pretty much, in my opinion, when the ones that I walked in are pretty much, they're moderates in my opinion, they're moderate level. If you're familiar with <coughs> the ones here at Walt Disney World. What so, are the amenities like there? I didn't ask you about that. Like, do they have, did they have a spa? Did they have, um, you know, like here they have the monorail, the boats. Did they have any other modes of transportation? Did they have sit down restaurants attached to them? Did you know? Yeah, they, yes, they had sit down restaurants in the Cause here. That's what hotels. That's what makes. So there's three categories here at Walt Disney World. Uh, value, moderate, and what's the other one called? Deluxe. Deluxe. So deluxe means that the hotel has got a sit-down restaurant. Right. They have alternate forms of transportation, such as the monorail or the boat, and they have spas. Right. I so. think the Disneyland Hotel, which is beautiful, um, and go well, it's beautiful on the outside. The, the inside, to me, is a little dated. Uh, the, the part that I walked through the lobby, they have a spa. I believe, but I didn't really research because I didn't have time. I really, I just had time. So anyway, the pro tip is that there is, um, there's this pretty big shopping mall, um, in, in very near, uh, Disney there in in Disneyland Paris. And then around that shopping mall mall, there's like condos and stuff where people do like short room, short term rentals of their units. And I, um, I got one of those short-term rentals. It was an air. I found it on Airbnb, and I walked each day to Disneyland. So I got there the first day, and then I explored their Disney Village, which is kind of like their Disney Springs downtown Disney area. Um, the first day that I got there in the evening, and then I walked back, and then the next morning I walked again. It was like a twenty-minute walk. It wasn't bad, and I, I there was a bus that I could have gotten on, but that bus especially coming back at night was, was like it a public full. bus no it was a private bus like it was for specifically for the people staying in oh, that area okay. so and there's a few hotels in that area as well and you could walk from that area to disneyland in my opinion just fine of course your feet are going to be tired at the end of the night but i got back quicker than i would have uh, waiting for a bus but definitely recommend disneyland paris if you're a disneyland fan you got to go see that castle and go experience go experience some of the things so next time i look forward to going with somebody um rather than just being alone it's fun to explore the parks alone sometimes yeah but but i you know i prefer to be with somebody but i would say it's a it's a two-day resort i would say maybe three maybe a day for each and then one day to one go one day back. to go back and get the other stuff if you if you really want to make an experience yeah. but for me i got the uh, one day was good enough cuz i did the things that we didn't have in the studios really quickly and then i went popped right over to disneyland and spent the rest popped of the day popped right over and their fireworks was similar to magic kingdom's new fireworks show a lot of projections onto the castle yeah it was lots of projections uh less fireworks it was cool but 
It was nice to see the Halloween stuff. Yeah, it's a good time to visit. I wonder what... The, I bet their Christmas stuff is really beautiful, too. Yeah, I bet they have beautiful Christmas decorations. So... Well, I can't wait to go. Yeah. It's make me it's so jealous. I can't wait. I've been wanting to go to Paris for so long. It's it's pretty high on my travel list, actually. That's actually one of the things that I really like about living in Orlando now. So growing up, we would always come here on vacation. Like we never ever went anywhere else. And then as I got a little bit older, I never wanted to go anywhere else. Right. But now that I live here, I can go anywhere I want because I get my fix of Orlando. I get my fix of Disney World. And now I can go explore new things. Yeah, you de- you could definitely survive in Paris. The food, like the croissants, you could just live on croissants. Oh. Because, yeah, nobody, if you haven't been to Paris and had a croissant in Paris, then you haven't had a croissant. Mm. Because their croissants are awesome. The croissants here, the croissants here are like bland. And, and I think a croissant is a bland thing to start with. Like, it's just a, it's just a flaky pastry. Mm, it's so good. So. And the cheese cheese the cheese and oh i forgot to talk about the hot chocolate at angelina's in paris so good it's like the what did you say it's like drinking the drinking chocolate, chocolate at, at yeah it's probably similar to that like a thick chocolate. now i kind of want to it's been a while since i've had that so i want to go over to giardelli's and try their drinking chocolate they have it at the food and wine festival too in the oh, festival center what do you know okay so, and it's like i don't know why they have it back there it's like the only thing you can buy back there Really? Well, they have, they have the place where you can fill up a bag with chocolates and buy chocolate by the pound, and then they have that one little thing of drinking chocolate. Hmm. So it's kind of random, but it's back there. Cool. All right, guys. Well, until next time, uh, please make sure that you are following us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. It was so nice. I liked it a lot.